This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Haley Luckadoo. How's everybody doing? Are we having a good time at the conference so far? Good first day? Yeah? Ooh, that was like minimal energy. Can we try that again? Are we having a good first day? That was better. There we go. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm a very, like, I love reactive crowds. So the wooing, the yes girl, all of that stuff, I'm, I'm here for that. Give me that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about using your podcast to build a community, and specifically a community that everyone wants, everybody wants to be a part of, right? Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how that grows your podcast, and then inevitably how the podcast grows your community, right? So it's this nice, beautiful circle. We've got people coming in for the community. We've got people coming into the podcast, and everybody wants to be a part of it, right? Everybody is like, that's where I want to be. That's where I know I'm supposed to be and how we get people in that. So we're going to talk about a couple of different things today. And I'm going to leave a little bit of time at the end for Q&A. So if you're like, I really want to ask her this, don't worry. I built in time for that um, so that we can make sure we get all your questions answered. So why should you care about building a community? Let's face it, at the end of the day, we're human beings. And human beings really, really like other human beings. We want to feel like we're a part of something. We want to feel like we get to know people. We want to feel like we can connect with people on a deeper level, right? So even if you run a comedy podcast, if you run a true crime podcast, if you run a podcast talking about The Bachelorette, right, people are listening to you because they want to feel like they're a part of something. So you're not just selling a podcast, you're selling a feeling, right? I'm in marketing. You're selling a feeling. So with your community that's what you want to build on. You want to say, okay, not only are we going to sell you this feeling with the podcast, make you feel like you're a part of something really special, or you know some more information about The Bachelorette because you listen to this podcast, or you know, you're, you're getting your fill of true crime this week because you listen to this podcast, or whatever your thing is, but we're going to actually bring you in to this community, make you a part of something that's bigger than you, and make you want to stay, right? And we use that to then build the podcast even further, right? Make it even bigger. Make it even more well-known. Get more people into the community and more people listening to the show. So if you're running a podcast and you can't tell me where your community is, then do you even like know your podcast listeners? You know, we all sit around, we talk about statistics and downloads and this is my audience, this is my niche, this, these are my people. But how well do you know them if you don't even know where you're bringing them into. So building a community is a really important part of it. And that goes for any genre, any topic, doesn't matter what your podcast is. You can build a space for your fans, your listeners, your audience to really come in, get to know you, get to know each other and get more value than just what you're dropping on the podcast every week or every month. So really quickly, why am I here? My name's Haley. Haley Luckadoo. Yes, it's a weird last name. Yes, it's really my last name. Get that question a lot. Uh, I actually started out uh, as a wedding planner in business for myself. 
as a wedding planner, I fell in love with actually running a business and fell in love with marketing. And so I became a marketing coach, right? That's what you do when you fall in love with something. You just totally uproot your life, pivot your career, and go head, head first right into it, right? Uh, so I became a marketing coach. And through that, started a podcast. Entrepreneurship gets kind of lonely when you're working from home. You're talking to the dog a little too much. You're like, mm, I might be talking to the dog a little too much. I should probably find like real people to have a conversation with. So I started a podcast called Females on Fire back in 2018. So I've been doing it for about four years now. Really fell in love with podcasting. Through that, also fell in love with motivational speaking. So I love getting on stage, getting to talk with women, getting to talk with entrepreneurs, really motivate them to go after something bigger than what they thought they could do. Um, and specifically women in business, which is what we do through Females on Fire. We have programs, we have events, we have the podcast, just helping women build businesses, build their small business, do their marketing, really bring in more people and build communities. So through doing this podcast the way that I did it and getting into entrepreneurship the way that I did, it was very community focused right from the get-go. So it wasn't a matter of me going, I'm going to start a podcast, and then a year later going, oh, I should have like a community for them. No, it was really from the beginning, me saying, hey, let me bring you into this world with me. Let's go on this journey together and see what more, what more value we can give you and what we can keep giving you and how we can get you to stay here. And that community, we have people who have been with me for the whole four years in Females on Fire who remember what the podcast was like back then. And they're the ones who we've been getting market research from. They're the ones who've been telling us, oh, we would love to see this in the community. We would love to see this in your programs. And so they've literally built up what it is now. And that's the beauty of a community, regardless of what you do, regardless of what your podcast is about. It gives you the opportunity for you to say, hey, what do you want to see? What can I give you? What would make this more valuable to you? And then they feel like they're a part of something. They're a part of something that's bigger than them. They're a part of something that they really enjoy, right? Nobody listens to podcasts and doesn't like podcasts, right? Like you listen because you enjoy it. You listen because it's giving you some kind of value or it's a hobby for you or it's, it's something that you really enjoy, right? A good way to unwind or a good way to get your true, true crime fill, your bachelorette fill, whatever it is. So there are five major types of communities. And I think this is a really important thing to pay attention to. If you're thinking, okay, I gotta start building a community. What does that really look like? You need to have an idea of what type of community you're building. Why are people coming together? Don't just say, oh, I'm gonna build a community around the podcast and they're gonna come together because they love my podcast. That's not necessarily a good enough validation for them to say, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be a part of this community. We all probably follow people, you know, like listen to them talk or follow them on Instagram, on LinkedIn or whatever, but we're not in their Facebook group, right? We haven't joined their, their paid program. We haven't subscribed to their Patreon, right? Why is that? Because you don't feel bought into the community. You know the person, maybe you like the podcast, but you're not bought in. And buying in doesn't necessarily mean buying in, right? We don't have to actually spend money to be in the community but you've got some podcasts you might listen to where it's just a podcast for you. You're not bought into the community. And then you've got those, those groups and those memberships and those Patreons and just those people that you're like, yes, I am in. Anything they do, count me in, sign me up. I'm in for it. I want to be the first to know, right? Those are the people whose email lists you probably hop on, right? Because we don't let anybody in our email inbox unless we're like, yeah, I am bought into this person. So your five types, you've got interest, 
which is people who obviously share a common interest. Most of these are pretty self-explanatory, I think, so we'll kind of breeze right through them. But they share a common interest. They share a passion, right? That's a lot of my audience. So we're coming together. They're like, yeah, I love business. I love marketing. I want to get motivated. I want to meet other women. So females on fire, that's my thing. I'm down for that. So they're coming together around an interest, around a passion. Then you've got action. Action is people trying to create change in some kind of way. So maybe you run a political podcast. Maybe you run a podcast talking about the environment, right? Sustainability, eco-friendly you know, options or health options or wellness or anything like that, right? That's action. That's making change and creating change. So maybe you have people coming together because they want to see that change happen. Then you've got place. This one is really obvious. Your neighborhood, right? That's a community. We like to call that our community instead of our neighborhood. So maybe you're a, you've got a local business. Maybe you're doing something really local and, and focused on a specific geographic area. So you're building a community around the place, right? Maybe your podcast is all about highlighting local things in your area or about your state or something like that. Number four is practice. So this is people who are in the same profession or the same career. So maybe you run a podcast that's specifically focused on what you do. So my people kind of fall into this a little bit with business, but it's more of an interest for us. Um, maybe you're in the medical profession and you're talking specifically about what that looks like. Maybe you're a lawyer and you're talking specifically about legal things, right? And then lastly, circumstance. So this is people who have been brought together by extenuating circumstances. So take, for example, you're a cancer survivor. You start a podcast telling stories of other survivors, other cancer survivors, right? And telling their stories and, and sharing their victories and sharing what that journey looked like. That would be a circumstance kind of community. So really acknowledging what type of community am I building? And in order to answer that question, you've got to ask yourself, why are people listening to me in the first place? Why are people listening to my podcast? What is it that makes them want to tune in every single episode? And what would make them want to take that one step further and really buy in to the extra value that I have to give? Even if you don't know what that value is yet, right? You probably have an idea of this is what would make them want to click the extra button. This, would, this is what would make them want to go the extra step right? So really figuring out what type of community do you want to build. So what makes a great community, right? A couple things here, and communities look so different for everybody, right? So you could take this 100 different directions, and you're not doing it wrong. There's no right or wrong way to build a community. But there's a couple things that are really going to keep people involved, really going to keep it growing, really going to grow your podcast, and really going to make it feel like you're actually building something of value and of worth and that's sustainable for you. So number one, keep it simple. Uh, how many of us, raise your hand, like I said, I like a reactive crowd, so raise your hand. If you have ever walked into a store and had somebody tell you about a sale or maybe you joined a membership, signed up for something, whatever, and you're instantly just like, I don't know where to go. They just threw so much information at me. I like don't even know what I'm supposed to buy or what I'm supposed to do. Anybody? Yeah, pretty much everybody, right? You don't want to build that, right? You don't want people coming from your podcast, joining your community and going, I have zero idea what I'm supposed to do now. How do I get involved? How do I get the value that he promised, that she promised, right? What's my first step? 
You don't want them to be confused. So we've got to keep it simple. What is the value that they're here to get? How do they get it? What's the first step and the next step and the next step to get that value, right? If the value is just coming to meet other people like them, right? Having a space to get to talk to those people and interact with those people, really network, then, okay, what's the first step to do that? Maybe you have a Facebook group and you're like, hey, go in the Facebook group, put up a post if you're new, introduce yourself, give us three fun facts about you, right? That's a simple first step. It's a call to action for them of, hey, you came here to get this value. This is how we see members get this value, right? So really keep it simple, really make it clear to them what does that first step have to be in getting what they want out of it for the reason that they're here. The next thing, get them involved and keep them engaged, right? We join a lot of groups. We join a lot of memberships. Let's face it, our email inboxes are packed, right? And probably packed with things that you don't even open. You hit delete on. I know that's me. Like I'm, there's certain things where I'm just like, oh, I don't even know why I'm still subscribed to that, but I'm not hitting unsubscribe. I'm just deleting, right? I see some heads nodding. So you don't want to be that email in their inbox that's just getting deleted. You want to keep them engaged. So that first step of here's how you get value in this community needs to be something that gets them immediately involved, right? So whether you've got a Facebook group, you've got you know, a community on something like Mighty Networks or Circle or something like that. Maybe it's just your Patreon community and you're housing them somewhere else. Wherever you've got for them to show up and really get more value and get to know more people, you've got to have that first step that says, hey, here's how you get involved. We would really like you to do this. And when you do this, you're going to see the benefit of it. And then keep them engaged. Interact with them. Don't be that person that's like, oh, we built this community, but I'm never going to talk to you. Right? Like, don't be too good for them. Interact with them. Talk to them regularly. Be a part of your community, not just the person that built it. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants to get to know the founder. Everybody wants to get to know the podcaster. Everybody wants to know the name behind the brand, right? They want to know your face. They want to know your name. They want to know where you're from. And they want to feel like you want them here. So the more often that you can make them feel like they're a part of something, remember we're selling a feeling, Make them feel like they're a part of something and that they know you and your community is going to be a lot more successful. We have women in the Females on Fire community that have been members for four years. I know their name. I know their husband's name. I know their dog's name. I know what their dog looks like. We've never met in real life. They think we're best friends. And that's awesome. And if you're like, mm, I don't want to share that much about myself, like privacy is kind of a thing for me, that's cool. But share something, right? Share what you're willing to share. At least just make them feel like they know you a little bit. Make them feel like they've bought into somebody who cares. At the end of the day, that's all you're trying to do is build a community and say, hey, we care so much about you as a listener that we wanted to create one more space for you to go a little deeper, get a little more value, get a little more out of this because we care, right? Leverage excitement and create hype. So what does this mean? When you first bring them into the community, really leverage their excitement to be there, right? So if they're like, oh, cool, I'm going to get all this extra value. I'm going to get to meet really cool people in this community. I'm going to get to know the podcaster. I've been you know, trying to get on their radar for weeks or months or years or whatever. Like leverage that excitement. 
So this could look like sending a message and being like, oh, hey, Brittany, thanks for joining our community. Can I answer any questions for you? And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, like they sent me a message on their own. Like it wasn't an assistant. It wasn't something automated. It was them literally reaching out and saying, hey, I'm happy you're here, right? You're leveraging that excitement. Creating hype looks like asking them to share about it. Hey, if you join the community and you've been in the community for a couple weeks and you love it, will you share about it on your social media? Will you tell your friends to come join, right? Create that hype so that people are sharing about your community. They're saying, I love this group. I love this community. I listen to the podcast. The podcast is great, but oh my gosh, you have to join the community. It's so much better. You don't even know this person until you've joined their community. The podcast is great, but this is 10 times better, right? This is so much more value. Create that hype and ask them to share about it. Be consistent. So anybody ever joined a Facebook group and then like 10 minutes in, you realize this Facebook group's been dead for years and you're like, why am I here? I joined and there hasn't been a post in two years, right? We've all seen those probably. Don't be that, <laughs> right? Be consistent in showing up in your community. Be consistent in asking them to share. Be consistent in providing more value to them. Be consistent in everything that you do, right? And maybe that looks like planning out, okay, we're gonna have like a theme for this month or a theme for this quarter. Or hey, maybe every Wednesday, because my episodes drop on Tuesday, I'm gonna go post in the community. I'm gonna say, hey, does anybody have any questions about the episode we dropped? Or does anybody want, you know, a little more value off of this? Or, hey, I do interviews. What if we could ask the person we interviewed yesterday to come in and do a live in this Facebook group? Would you guys be interested in that? Right? What does that look like for you? It could look like anything. But just be consistent in finding a way to show up in that community and getting them to show up. Right? Again, we want to keep them engaged. We don't want them just going, okay, well, I did my little welcome post and I met like three people and she sent me a, a nice message, and now it's been two months, and I'm not getting anything out of this, right? So be consistent and provide them a space where they know for sure that you're going to keep showing up for them. Give them a reason to stay. If you look like every other community out there, they're not, staying, they're not sticking around, right? They're going to get bored really, really fast. So Again, finding ways that get them hyped up, that give them value, that get them excited to be there so that they feel like, ah, I can't leave this community because I would be literally missing out, right? FOMO, we gotta create FOMO, fear of missing out. We want them to feel like once they're in, they are in some kind of exclusive club and they never wanna leave at risk of not getting let back in, right? That's what we wanna create. We wanna create that hype and we wanna be different enough and it doesn't matter what type of show you do, find a way to leverage that one thing that makes you unique. And that one thing may just be you, right? If you're like, I don't know what makes my show different than everything else in my niche. It may just be you. So how can you show up in your community more often and, and do something that the other podcasters in your space are not currently doing, right? Making people feel special, making people feel invited and making them wanna stay. So those are the things that really, really make for a great community that a lot of people really miss. So now, how do you turn the podcast into a community building machine, 
right? That's what we want. We want the podcast to just be funneling people into this community nonstop. And vice versa. We want people to find the community and then go, oh, they have a podcast. I can binge more from them. I'm already loving the community. I want to listen to the show every week or every month or however often you do it. So three steps that we're going to walk through really quickly for how you turn your podcast into a community building machine, really start growing a community and really keep it growing because growing it initially is actually sometimes kind of easy, right? We come up with all these ideas and we start getting people in and it's really fun. And then we're like, oh, what do I do to keep this going, right? I am out of ideas. This is work. I'm tired, right? We fall off being consistent. We fall off creating hype. All of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't know how to keep this ball rolling, right? So these three steps are going to actually keep you moving in the upwards direction. Keep it growing. Keep it moving. Keep bringing people to the podcast from the community and vice versa. So number one, simplify. Number two, gamify. And number three, satisfy. We're going to talk about each of those really quickly. So number one, simplify it. We kind of already talked about keep it simple, right? We talked about that for a second. But you've got to create one central place that will house your community. So is this a Facebook group? Is this, you know, member vault? Is this Mighty Networks? Is this Circle? Like, where are you housing your community? Because you can't just say, okay, come reach out to me on LinkedIn and we'll chat. That's not a community. They can't get to know anyone else that way, right? They're going to send you a message. It's going to get lost in your inbox. You're never going to respond and they're out, right? You got to sell them in those first like 10 seconds. So how can you create a central space, a central hub for people to show up, get value, get to know more people, get to know you and feel like they're included in something? What is your one central space? And it doesn't matter where you choose to do it, but it can only be one thing. Don't tell people, oh, well, we have um, you know, a free Facebook group, but then if you want to pay like $9, you can be added to our Mighty Networks over here and don't make it complicated. Pick one place. I'm not saying you can't have a free version of your community and paid versions, that's fine. But pick one place that you're sending them from the podcast. So beginning of your episodes, end of your episodes, however you want to do it, you say, hey, if you want more value, if you want to get to know me, get to know other people in our community, be a part of something really, really cool that we're building, go head over to XYZ link. You can become a part of our community, join the community there, make your little intro post, whatever you have them do, that's their first step. And we'll connect with you there, right? That's your one call to action that you're sending people to. Create a space with a very low barrier to entry. So, we're on the marketing track, right? Not the monetization track. So as much as I want you guys to make money off your podcast, and that's awesome, if you really want to build a community around your show, if you really want to build a community of people who feel like they're a part of something and then monetize that later, we got to have something that's a really low barrier to entry. So whether that's free or just really, really cheap, have an option for those people who are like, hmm, they've got this like, you know, thousand dollar thing and I'll work my way up to that, but I can't do that right now. But I really want to be a part of the community. You know, I really want to get to know him or her. I really want to get to know these hosts. I really want to get to know them. I really want to get to know the other people in the community, right? I want to be a part of that. I just, 
I can't drop $1,000 right now. I can't drop $2,000 right now. So really low barrier to entry, something free or something cheap that they can get into and feel like they're a part of it. Do market research. The best people to tell you what they want and what you need to build are the people that are already listening to you. So raise your hand if you already have a podcast, right? Like 99% of the room. And if you don't have a podcast, you're probably starting one soon, right? Like that's why you're here. So if you already have a podcast, you probably already have listeners, right? I mean, maybe it's just your mom, but you got somebody, right? Somebody likes you. So start to ask your audience like, hey, you know, if you listen to the show every week, we're trying to build a community for you. We're trying to build a space for you that gives you a little more value, that goes a little more in depth into our interviews, that gives you just that extra information that you've been dying for every week, that gives you access to a network of other business owners, other marketers, other fans of this show, right? What would be valuable to you? And here's a link or a form or my Instagram handle or my LinkedIn, wherever you wanna do it, for you to write in and tell us what would be valuable to you. Would it be a Facebook group? Would it be a Mighty Networks platform? Do you want information or do you want connections? Do you wanna network some more? Do you want us to do some kind of event where you can get to know other people in the community or are you just searching for you know, information and value that way? What would be valuable to you? And let those people tell you and then go build that. That's how I built everything I'm doing in my business right now. Our podcast was entirely built off people telling me that's what they wanted and us going out and building it. Entirely built on that. And they will tell you. And a lot of people are like, I don't know how to do market research. I don't know how to ask the question. They're not gonna respond. They will, they will respond. If they're listening to your show every week and you're now offering them an opportunity to go deeper into that, and you're saying, hey, I don't just wanna build it and expect you to show up. I want you to tell me what would make it worth your time. What would make it valuable to you? Everybody wants to be a part of the building stage. Everybody wants to tell you what they want. Everybody wants to tell you what they don't want. They wanna give you their ideas. They wanna give you their input so that then when you go do it, they can be like, I was a part of that. I, I helped them build that. I did that. I've been here from the beginning, right? We all love to say that. I've been here from the beginning. I knew them before they were famous, right? We all love that one. So really do some market research, ask the audience that you have, and then talk about it constantly. Talk about it consistently. Those are two different things, right? That's how much you talk about it and how you talk about it, right? Are you slipping it in at the end of your show and going, yeah, by the way, we have this like community thing. We're not really totally sure what it is yet, but like if you wanna be a part of it, Come join. No, nobody's going to join that. You have, you sound like you have no idea what you're doing. But if you're like, hey, we just built this community. It's kind of still in the works, but we're getting your input. We're getting, you know, your ideas for what you're going to think is valuable. And we're really building on that. And it's going to look really cool. And we want you to go ahead and be an exclusive founding member of that. Does that sell a little better? Yeah, of course it does. So be consistent in the way that you talk about it, in the way that you hype it up, because in the beginning, you're the only one hyping it up, right? We want to create hype, but in the beginning, you're the only one doing that. So you've got to really hype it up, really sound excited about it, because if you're not excited about it, why in the world would they be, right? 
So simplify it, keep it nice and easy, give them a place to go, give them that first step in really getting all the value out of your community, whatever that value looks like. Gamify it. So I like to talk about gamification a lot. We do a lot of events, virtual events, in-person events, through Females on Fire, and we love making everything a game. We love making everything fun. If it's not fun, I don't want any part of it. So we, we always are asking, like, how do we gamify this? How do we really make this fun? How do we put weird hidden riddles into our announcements that are coming up, right? So you may follow Taylor Swift. Anybody? Any Swifties? Yes, a couple. Okay, I see you, like half raising your hand. Some of you are like, and I'm leaving right now because I don't follow Taylor Swift. Yeah, if you follow Taylor Swift, she's actually kind of a genius in this way, or somebody on her team is a genius. I don't know who does it. But every time she's making an announcement about an album or something like that, she puts out these weird clues on her Instagram. It's really cryptic. It's kind of creepy, actually, but her fans love it. They think it's awesome. I love it. I think it's awesome. And it's these weird little clues and riddles and all this kind of stuff. And her fans live for it. And people write articles about it. Literally, every time Taylor Swift is about to make an announcement, Variety puts out an article like, Taylor Swift fans think they have it figured out. Right? That's a community that has a lot of hype. So whether you like Taylor Swift or not is not the issue here. But you want to build a community like that. Right? You've gamified it enough. You've made it fun enough and engaging enough and created enough hype around it that your community is like, what are they going to do next? I can't wait to see what they're doing. I think I've got it figured out, right? I can't wait to give them the next idea. So really, really gamify it. What does that look like? Incentivize people's de desire to join your community. So saying, hey, we have this community. We would love you to join. It's not going to cut it. Everybody in this room came here today because they want to build a community. Somebody in this room is probably in the same genre as you, right? The odds are there. So you've got to look a little different than the person sitting next to you. So incentivize them to join the community. What does that look like? For us, we're in business, right? We, I help women run their businesses. I help them market their businesses. So they get like a free guide. Join our community, get this free guide. It's going to give you XYZ tips, right? Maybe you do a true crime show and you're like, hey, if you want our like behind the scenes notes about this episode that we didn't share in the episode, come join the community this week and you'll get those notes, right? Maybe you, I mentioned earlier your fangirl show for The Bachelorette. I don't watch The Bachelorette, so I'm probably getting this way off if somebody watches The Bachelorette, I'm really sorry. Maybe you run a fangirl show for The Bachelorette and you're like, hey, if you want to know who Justin was secretly you know, making out with in the back room or whatever. We, we've got that secret. We're going to give it to you if you join our community, right? I don't know. I don't watch the show. But whatever it is that your people are going to find valuable, find a way to put that in something that you can give them, right? It's a guide. It's a download. It's a t-shirt. Like whatever they think is valuable, whatever is going to get them excited, incentivize it. Give them a reason to want to join the community. Find ways to keep them consistently engaged. We've kind of talked about this already, but 
really finding a way to make that fun and interactive, not just saying, oh, hey, you know, comment your favorite episode from this month. That's not fun. I shouldn't have to tell you my favorite episode. You should just be putting out good episodes, right? They should all be my favorite because they should all be great, right? That's the goal, we hope. So find a way to really, really gamify that. Make it fun, right? So, hey, we hid a riddle in this week's episode. If you do true crime, write this down because this is a good one. We, we put a hidden riddle in this week's episode. Did you find it? Did you find the secret word? Comment below. We'll enter one of you in a drawing for an Amazon gift card. You know, whatever. People will love that stuff. And if they listened to the episode and they didn't hear it, they're like, now I got to go back and listen to that again because I want this Amazon gift card. It's 10 bucks. I don't care about 10 bucks, but I like don't want to miss this, right? Gamify it. Find a way to get them involved. Find, the, find a way to get them intrigued and really, really keep them engaged. Provide opportunities to highlight members of your community. Everybody wants to feel special. That's all that is. Everybody wants to feel like you know their name. Everybody wants to feel like you care. So highlight a member of your community. This is member of the week, right? They've been in our community for weeks. They're always in the group. They're always commenting. They're always talking to everybody else. We just wanted to say thank you. We're glad you're here. Little tiny things like that go such a long way. So find a way to highlight those members, to get them involved, to keep them involved, all those things. Uh, create podcast content that aligns with what's going on in your community. So again, go back to your market research. If you're getting a lot of comments in your group, in your community of, hey, we would really love you to do this. We would really love to know about that. That's podcast content. That's gold, right? You no longer have to brainstorm ideas for your episodes. They're just handing them to you on a silver platter. Take that, be grateful, run with it, go make episodes, right? Incentivize people's desire to share about your community. So same thing as incentivizing them to join. But now we just want them to go share about it, right? If you know other people that would love this show, go share about it. If you share about it this week, we'll enter you to win a gift card. Or you'll get XYZ of value. Whatever's going to work for them, right? You can probably think of 10 ideas off the top of your head of like, ooh, we could give this away, we could give that away. Our people would love that. Find something that's going to incentivize them to go out and bring more people in. So you're growing your community. Then you're telling the community about the podcast. So you're growing the podcast. By growing the podcast, more people are listening. Now you're growing the community again, right? Vicious, wonderful circle that we absolutely love. And then put people's experiences over everything else. You're building a community, right? We're not building a marketing tool. We're not building a funnel. We're not building a software system, right? We're building a community. The, the word community stems from people who care about other people, right? At the end of the day, that's all what we're looking for. So put what they're telling you above everything else. If somebody says, I just don't feel very involved in the community. You know, I'm kind of thinking about peacing out. Hey, what would make you feel more involved? What could we do better, right? Take that feedback. It sucks listening to that feedback. It's not fun. No part of it is fun. It's not supposed to be fun. But take that and run with it and say, okay, you know what? Give us, give us two weeks. Stick around for two weeks. And then you make your decision if you want to go. And see if you can win them back in those two weeks. Right? 
find a way to put their experience over everything else. I don't care what you charge for your community, if you charge for your community, what your show is about, it doesn't matter. Put the people that have bought into you above everything else and they'll continue to buy into you again and again and again. They'll bring more and more and more people in and your community will be ever growing. I'm gonna keep this last one short because I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Satisfy the people in your community. Again, keep them involved. Keep them excited, right? Listen to what they have to tell you. And really, this first one is important. Think about the perceived value of being part of your community from a member perspective. You could sit here all day long and say, oh, Haley, the value is X, Y, and Z, and they get this, this, and this, and here's why they should join. But if they don't agree with you, you're never going to build that community. If they don't say, oh yeah, I think X, Y, and Z is valuable. I think what he's saying is exactly what I need, right? That has to align or you're not going to build a community that's worth being a part of. So really figuring out what do they think is valuable. You can do this through market research, right? Again, we can do this through validating our ideas. Like, hey, we came up with this but we wanna know from you, do you think this is valuable? Would you pay for this? Would you spend your time on this? Would you tell people about this if we did this, right? Really find out what's their perceived value. What do they want to see? What do they want to hear? And does it align with what you think the value is? Create a lead magnet or bonus content. So if you don't know what a lead magnet is, I'm in business, we do them all the time. It's just that free guide that I was talking about earlier. It's the free t-shirt. It's whatever you want to give them that gets them in the community, right? But make it good. That's important. Don't just be like, I'm going to give them a guide that's XYZ tips and then just put a bunch of bogus crap in there that they don't want to see, right? Make it really, really good. Give them a quick win. Give them something they couldn't find anywhere else, right? Something that you had to like Google your heart out to find, right? Figure out what that is. Give them that so that right off the bat, they're like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I never would have found this on my own. This is awesome. That's the kind of, and you're like, mm, I should hold that to later, right? I should hold that till later once they've been, no, give them that up front. Hook them enough that they never want to leave right from the beginning. That hook is everything. So hook them right from the beginning with something really good. Lead magnet, bonus content, whatever it is. Let their voices be heard, right? Have a way, you know, we talked about doing the market research, asking the questions, keeping them engaged, but have a way for them to actually consistently do that every week. So do you have a form? Do you have a poll that you put up in the group every week? Do you have some way that they can guarantee that next Thursday, they're gonna ask me my opinion and I can honestly give them my opinion? right? If they feel like, oh, I've got all this feedback and I really want to go tell them this. I've got ideas for them, but I don't feel like they're approachable or they never put out a way for us to, to share. Then you're going to lose them. Find a way for, to give them that feedback. And then don't settle for what's working, right? We should constantly be innovating this, constantly be finding a way to make it different, to make it better, right? We never want to settle for what we started with. So if you start with a community, you're like, this is cool, this is awesome, this is really good. Don't settle for that. 
Just because it's working doesn't mean it will always keep working. I'll say that again. Just because it's working doesn't mean it will always keep working. It goes for your podcast. It goes for your community. It goes for every single thing that you do in life, right? We've got to constantly keep coming up with new ideas, fresh ideas, fresh content, right? New ways to give more value, new ways to innovate for our community. So don't settle into going, oh, my community's growing. The podcast is looking good. This is awesome. All these tips worked. I'm just going to sit back, make my money, make my podcast. Everything's looking good. No, you should be out there going, okay, what's our next level? What's our next step? Where do they go next? What do we keep hearing? How do we keep innovating? How do we keep building, right? There's always a next level and you should always be looking for it. Does that sound like work? Yes. Is building a community work? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely yes. So find a way to keep innovating. I'll close you out with this. People want to feel like they belong, right? If you got nothing else from this today, I hope you get this. I said it at the beginning, we're human beings and we just want to connect with other human beings. We want to feel like we're part of something bigger than ourselves. Why did you come to this conference? You could go home. You could Google half the information you'll find here, probably more, let's face it. You could follow all these speakers online and hear this from them on their Instagrams and LinkedIn and YouTube channels and their podcast, right? Why did you come here? Why did you choose to pay for a ticket and sit in this room and come pick up the badge and show up to this conference? Because it's bigger than you, right? It's an experience. It's a feeling. It's getting to meet people. It's not just learning something. It's meeting people. It's learning something hands-on. It's getting to ask the speakers questions. It's getting all of that rolled into one, right? It's an experience. It's a feeling. And what are we selling? A feeling. So make people feel like they belong. At the end of the day, that is all that matters when it comes to building your community. So if you want to take this a step further, I have something for you guys. If you text in that number, you can get the podcaster's guide to community building. So takes all of this a little bit deeper, gives you some more action steps to follow, some more ideas really helps you delve a little deeper into this topic. It's totally optional for you, but text PM22 to that number right there, 910-541-9177. Say it again, text PM22 to 910-541-9177. I feel like one of those weird commercials while I say that. But if you text that in, we'll text you back with the Podcaster's Guide to Community Building. Like I said, my name's Haley Luckadoo. You can find me on Instagram, at Haley Luckadoo. Tag me, reach out, DM me, ask me questions. I love it. I live for it. And if you're interested, check out the Females on Fire podcast. We'd love to have you as part of it. And I think I'm pretty much out of time. So I'm going to stick around. If you've got questions, if you need ideas, I am here. Please come reach out. Please come talk to me. I'm all about it. But thank you guys for being here today.